Hey everybody, it's Thursday and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast starring me, your host, Jake. And I'm Riff. And I'm your other host, Hot Stuff. I yeah. have to think, like, so hard every Whether time. you're Hot Stuff or The Host by Stephanie Meyer. Yes. <laughs> did you know that <laughs> yes. Stephanie Meyer uh, is from uh, Mesa. our apartment? I did. I did know that. She still lives there, it's weird. Yeah. Hmm. But she's a ghost, so that's she fine. She's the faceless old woman that lives in your house? Sort of lives in the walls of the house. Does that count as in the house? Would you, like, if a mouse lives in your walls, would you say that the mouse lives with you? Would you say my roommate, the mouse, has been chewing through all of the electrical wiring? I would say that it... Huh. I, I guess does, I would well, say wait. it lives with me. I wouldn't call it a roommate, though. Yeah, does he... Is he on the lease? Yeah, but then what's a roommate? It's somebody who lives with you. Well, it, but is he on the lease? Does he pay rent? You know, that kind of thing. Because somebody who's just crashed on your couch lives with you, but isn't a roommate. He has eaten part of the lease, I, and I, I, like I think that's how they sign things. That's how my mice sign. Huh. You know how worms sign. Riff, what are you doing? Are you are you playing one of those instruments that's a bunch of bells on a stick, or perhaps a theremin? Uh, no, not at all. Okay, I don't, I don't hear whatever theremin? you're talking about. Well, of course you don't, because it's coming from inside your mouth. <laughs> Do you have a tiny mariachi band in your mouth? And if so, how did you get that, and where can I get one? <laughs> Do you really want a tiny mariachi band inside your mouth? Um, no. Well, here's what you do. You play some, you play some mariachi music uh, on your iPod. You stick the earbuds in your nostrils, and then when you open your mouth, it makes mariachi music come out your mouth. Oh. Huh. That's, it's actually pretty funny to idea. do that. You play something, and then you can just change the volume by opening and closing your mouth. Yeah, I like that, actually. Yeah, it's pretty good. A tiny little, a tiny little radio. if it's a recording of your own voice doing a podcast. Oh, wow. This is getting very meta. Only at double speed. <laughs> so it sounds perfectly normal to you, but everybody else is like, dude, turn that off. That is gross. And creepy and weird. How have you guys been? Been pretty good. It's been, been working on the Kingdom of Loathing browser-based internet video game yes. for multiplayers. For multiplayers? Yeah. What have you been doing? You're not really allowed to talk. Yeah, about I was about to yeah. say almost almost everything is top secret. Riff's been writing 170 sentences, or 155. Well, if you if you subtract the ones that I didn't have to write for, I guess it's more like 160 probably. Well, I mean, if you consider all of the myriad other ones that you didn't have to write because they weren't part of the project, then it's. Oh, that's true. It just sentences. You in could general. say you had to write. Yeah. A, you had to write a billion minus the ones that you didn't have to write for some reason. True. Sure. In fact, that's how you should bill it. <laughs> bill it. I didn't write billions of sentences this week. Sure. Yeah. Bill that. Just write okay. that down. Okay. Took a thousand hours to not do that. Well, it's like you know, getting paid to not grow corn. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I it's the did American not way. fill the game with millions of terrible sentences, and I should about be, corn. I should be compensated for that every joke that you write that doesn't involve a corn lyric <laughs> yep uh what about you hot stuff uh i balanced some items and put some numbers on some monsters there's a lot of of monsters in some upcoming stuff there aren't really a lot there's a lot there's 20 that's a lot that's not a lot that is a lot of monsters i don't think it's a lot that is more than one percent of monsters that's not is that true yes 20. That's not true at all. Yeah, it's totally true. There okay. are less than 2,000 monsters. Okay, I guess that's true then. <laughs> See, this is why Hot Stuff well, does the numbers. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, they're not really... They're, they're not like monster monsters. No, they totally are. They totally are. 
Yeah, some of them are interesting. A, some of them are. This was a bigger less project. This was a bigger project than I think I anticipated it being. Um, Riff, cool, seriously, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I'm not doing anything. It, it does sound like it you're, sounds like, like you're chewing on like your you microphone, are like eating or... popcorn as loudly as possible. Yeah, I don't know what's going microphone. on. It's a little I weird. Have no idea. Uh, um, are we hearing your the output of your uh, desktop microphone, or are we hearing just the like headset microphone? Uh, you're hearing the headset microphone. Okay, I think the headset microphone is like rubbing on your shirt or something. That is my guess. Or your beard. I'm not wearing it any differently than I usually You're not do. wearing a shirt. You're not <laughs> yeah. wearing your beard any differently than usual. You've shaved your beard and the rest of your body hair to provide the sleekest and most silent podcast experience. Aerodynamic. Sure. Oh, right, because you started recording in a wind tunnel. Right. <laughs> I forgot about sense. that. I mean, it, you do have to test the integrity of all those turkeys. So... <sighs> So yeah, you've been making monsters. Yeah. I don't know when this stuff is going to come out. I, I'm assuming soon. You think you think we can finish it by the end of this week? Maybe. I, I mean, I'm assuming that you're going to do it. I, I was. I guess I was just assuming that it was going to roll with the challenge path. I don't know why. Oh, because that's hmm. a thing. Not that it really matters if it's not ascension relevant. It could. It might be ascension relevant. I don't know, man. I've been having this weird conversation all day with Jamelli about numbers that I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, I guess like we should do thrive? some. Yeah, and f- f- fisty. <laughs> fisty. Uh, wow, that is a strange Yeah, number. he's like, it's going to take people fisty turns to get through this if they don't do anything <laughs> weird. And I'm like, Jamelli, I, it's not that I don't believe your, your Count of Monte Cristo simulation. Uh, it's got a toothpick in it, you know? <laughs> and I, it, you got to trust it. But I don't. That's not a. You know, I think I I'm going to run some Cask of Amontillado simulations to see okay. if th- they come up with different numbers. Because I'm guessing they will. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you might need to uh, hire a wrecking ball to get me out. Amazing. Afterwards. I can hire Miley Cyrus to, yes. to come in like that and just get you out. Yep. Um, Miley uh, Cyrus, a Freemason? Yeah. She rides a wrecking ball. Um, oh. If Miley Cyrus crashed through your wall on a wrecking ball, but she was naked. Well, but no, it's okay. So you're asking whether this would be like a pleasant surprise or an unpleasant yeah. surprise. If the wall was the wall with which Montresor had <laughs> sealed you to <laughs> suffocate in the dark, then yes, I think you would be grateful. Billy Ray Cyrus could swing in naked <laughs> on a wrecking ball, and I would still thank him and probably give him a high five. Okay, all right. So the so the the wall does matter, is, is what you're saying? Oh, the, sure. The context, context is the wall provides a context. Okay. Uh, all right. I mean, a wrecking ball just swinging back and forth, hitting nothing is is it's, it's content free. It's a pendulum. Yeah. No, okay. It's science. So that's the. A thing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what to do with this. Did you? What are you? Are you freaking out? I don't know. I just looks. It looks like I clipped at some point. So I'm just sorry. I'm sad now. Riff. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to ask you. This is a. Great this is yeah. Topic, we're we're, we're <laughs> top, really, top of our form really tonight. Top notch. Really solid. I have. I got plenty of sleep, but for whatever reason, I feel like I didn't get any sleep. I don't know what the fuck the deal is. I got like bags under my eyes. I was uh, trying to solve 3D puzzles in my dreams, which was bad. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. What kinds of 3D puzzles? Rubik's Cubes. 
Oh, man. Because I fell asleep doing that, and so oh. I was just doing it all night long. The night before, I also had fallen asleep doing it, but I... If for some reason my dream was about how to make them in real like in the real world and so I've had some sort of insight about how that would be possible when that happens to you is it like an anxiety thing or is it just a sort of a fitfulness depends is it can, it un- it can be it unpleasant last night were you, uh, no, were you not, suffering not really sweaty I guess no. that's that's the indicator of it was not that bad thing or not. okay well good no um, yeah today I, today I woke up and was had to, to run go take some keys that uh you Melissa had to had, run, go take I had some to keys. run and go take some keys to Melissa that she had forgotten at the apartment, which just throw began began a series of like a super gating yeah failure, cascading failure of my day, um, which was super frustrating. It's really hard to park in the city if you want to go somewhere specific, um, which is balls. Maybe it was just bad today because it was rainy and so more people drove than usual. Uh, and also, when it's raining, cars take up more space. True, they yeah. do. They do they like expand. Yeah. yeah, the wood expands. You know, it's like a stag. It's like if you're trying to park a stag of newspapers. You oh, they're saying it's like if you're trying to water. park a stegosaurus. Mm-hmm. That also takes up a lot of space. Yeah, but you can just sweep the tail. Right. Move other cars out of the way. Sweep the leg mm-hmm. if you want to win. Uh, do you guys want to just answer some questions about Kingdom of Loathing? Yeah, I think we should we do that. They are just so because we're we gotta stop this. Yeah. Whatever we're doing now. <laughs> Felony writes: Any chance of putting plus item percent, monster level, combat initiative percent, etc. on the character pain? Character pain. Wow. I mean, not certainly not natively. They might be talking about the character sheet. Felony okay. might be talking yeah. about the character sheet, which mm, I'm thinking maybe they mean pain. Well, certainly not by default. Sure. Right, especially because all of those once all of those stats are exposed, even if we only show them when they are set to something, it's going to after a few ascensions with passives permed really get to be a mess. Do we expose that to the player right now? Can, I don't think that we do. Can we? Can they? I mean, they can figure it out. We have had we've had historically a lot of things. We used to we used to say, for instance, that we had this sort of guideline for outfit bonuses that they would only ever apply to things that were not visible, right? So we would ne- we'd never had an outfit that gave plus familiar weight or whatever because then you'd be able to see it because since we didn't used to expose the actual code for hmm. the outfit bonuses, we didn't want numbers to change and generate weird bug reports because people didn't understand where something was coming from. Is so that- they only ever gave bonuses to things that you couldn't see. That so seems so untrue to me that I don't know that that's a real principle that we had because like the star outfit which is one of the earliest outfits just increased stats right so I'm not certain that that was true so you so you're saying that the outfit bonus has changed yeah I think they probably did huh I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but there there have certainly been. A, a, maybe it wasn't outfit bonuses, but it was something where we were like, "This only acts on things that you can't see." Right? We would do that. There there are some certain effects. Sure. Yeah. I mean, there are things that you've you know like the the yeah things that we've just tried to keep a mystery right. for whatever reason. So exposing that would it would probably. It depends on result which... in a flurry of frantic wiki editing about a bunch of stuff that had not been known before and is now known. Sure. That said, I don't really have a problem exposing it. You know, I don't know that I ever had a problem exposing it, but certainly the passage of time has made me more inclined towards transparency and that kind of thing. Are you going to expose it to young children? Yes. Okay. Then I think that that is right up uh, your alley. God, speaking of which, 
Young children, come up my alley. <laughs> I got something to show you. Whoa. Uh, let's see. I'm not. I'm not going to answer J. Crew's question about the duck-sized horses or the horse-sized duck. We have to have answered that before. Uh, Riffer Emma says, "Should we still be reporting missing words, parts of speech, and so on for word realms?" Because I still do. Yes. Yeah. Actually, yeah, those are still being stored and will still be acted on if it becomes appropriate to act on them. Um, having that data is great. Yeah. Uh, also, along those lines, when twerk gets added, as it surely will, what categories will it be included in? When you guys twerk, is it violent? I'm guessing it is. I don't know that I'm going to add any words to the dictionary. I think that I word have added. Have you? I have. Not, but like blog. Oh, no, no, no. I have just like, like words saying. that were for some reason missing. Sure, I like fish. Yeah. Bl- Blick brats. G-H-O-T-I. <laughs> fish. Um, I did not actually add G-H-O-T-I as fish. Although... Good. I really want to. Sure. Uh, Mark the Militia says, how many total or how many die-cast golden rings are in existence? Is that a real item? Yes. Was that one of the... Uh, the die-casts? Yeah. I, think I don't know. so. I don't know that we are tracking that or if we have looked. Uh, Wax says, if a player equips a fedora while playing a sneaky Pete, please immediately reduce their moxie by 50 and change their ascension log history for that run to read dunce. Huh. I don't know. You don't think, you don't think Pete could pull off a fedora? Racism. He could pull it off and throw it away. I feel like Pete is cool enough to do to wear anything and still be cool. Hey, Riff. Yeah. Fedoras are the same as utilicelts. (laughs) No. Actually, I don't wear my fedora anymore. I got a different hat. Is it? Is it a baseball cap? No, because I'm not 12 years old. Then it's unacceptable. Is it a pork pie hat? You could be a baseball player. (laughs) It's one of those like um, flat newsboy. Hats, page boy hats. Uh, I think that's uh, a haircut. Uh, a ball boy hat. I I don't even want to know what that would be. It's the same as a baseball cap. It's just the one that a ball boy wears. Yeah, it says ball boy. <laughs> I'm sure that one's real popular. <laughs> Have you considered getting a wig? Hmm. Maybe like like a big uh, judgy powdered wig. Yeah, I was thinking like a like a. I was about to say like a a, a wig, like a W H I G. Like a powdered a powdered wig that tells you you should stop wearing that fedora. That's <laughs> judgy in that regard. Wax says, "Hey, welcome to seventy or so minutes of whack questions, requests, comments, and whinges. Uh, would you please change Candy Blast to drop its candy on the first round instead of a thirty-three percent chance once per adventure? It would still only drop one piece of candy, but my combat macro wouldn't look like this." And then he lists a long combat macro and then says, although this is a pretty sexy macro that I wrote all by myself, so you should be impressed. Boy, I am, because I don't know anything about these macros, man. Uh, But no. Um, Wax says, I occasionally see people theorizing on how long the new desert takes for the MacGuffin quest. Often the worm writing pages are cited as one of the things you always do to speed up the quest. I figured that that's wrong and the pages exist as an alternative way to complete the quest if you don't have the other items or compass or whatever. Is this right or wrong? And are there any ways to get pages faster? Also, I missed the 3 to 15 pages joke. Yeah, that's I, that sucks that that joke is gone. But um, that I was also kind of like a an old uh, World of Warcraft yeah. reference. Yeah, it's now well because now it's it's the same thing happens except it's played totally straight. So it still is kind of a World of Warcraft reference, just not a set a satirical one. <laughs> but it also doesn't take nearly as long as it used to, right? Like it's it was like hey, here's this thing that you're supposed to do that is going to take a really long time, but then, ha, no, it's not really going to take a long time, but then in the grand scheme of things, actually, yes, it is. 
<laughs> uh, because the desert was kind of shitty before. And so I think maybe in getting rid of the actual grindy, unreliable, unspeedable nature of that, I also kind of wanted to get rid of the lampshading of that. But, yeah, I don't remember if there is any way to speed them up or not. And uh, not at a computer, so I can't really look at it. But uh, I meant for there to be more options than you needed to get through that. Right, like all of the total things that you have, all of the ways that you have of speeding it up add up to more than 100%. And like, I wanted it to be fast even if you didn't figure them all out. Or not fast, but I wanted it to be like adjustable in a way that made you feel like Make you had some control agency, over it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we keep we keep adding things here and there. You know, like the there's the new things that help you speed up the desert, right? Like there's the oh, the, the thing from the Cindy the Cindy coin. And oh the, yeah. Stuff. So. Right. Yeah. I mean, making those things like little mini systemic things also allows us to hook other stuff into them from different directions, which is kind of interesting, too. Man, I rubbed all the skin off my arm in the exact spot that I rest my arm on things, Ooh. and it hurts, and it's annoying. You probably should have picked a different spot. Yeah, I probably should have. I guess there's just that, you know, that I rubbed it off by sitting on very bad, rough chairs. Sandpaper chairs. Yeah. Uh, Wax says, hey, age of sneaky Pete. Pete Pocket. I don't think that's actually funny, Whack. I'm sorry. Pete Pocket? Yeah. I mean, is it P-E-A-T? And you reach down and you're like, oh, fuel for my fire. Great. Now I can make some whiskey. Okay, okay. Yeah, right? Yeah. Mm. No, that's even less funny, hot stuff. Sorry. Okay. I, is uh, it referring I, to those sandwiches that... that oh, Pete Pocket? Yeah. I, uh... You Pete Pocket... Pick up peppers. I have always wanted to figure out a way, and I can't do it because this is not a this is not a PG thirteen uh, rated thing, so it can't go into KOL. But the joke about like you want to watch out for like somebody's giving you a warning about how you need to be careful about the the hoodlums running around on the street and like oh why are they pickpockets? Even worse, they're fuck pockets, huh. which I think is a pretty funny joke. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know where that goes. Right, like it's. <laughs> It would have to be. It would have to be inserted in as a minor scene in some larger context. Inserted. But in. what would that? What would that context be? Mm. I don't even know. Felgod says, "Hey, Jake. Any chance you could finish the art for the level nine quest? Things like pushing down on me, pushing down on you, still show the framed sad face, and we all know he didn't do it. Uh, oh, right, because he's framed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The problem is, we got to the point where there was so much unreleased and never going to be released content that my reports about oh. what things are." missing art is not a thing that I look at anymore because there are just hundreds and hundreds of things in should make a new set of things that is like uh, second tier like instead of just no pick whatever it's like do pick no pick no pick no never yeah. I did no art eventually right but that's right. something that like, you just so never needs art you need something show. in between where it's like this is this doesn't have art but it doesn't need it doesn't need it for now yeah this is like a secondary report to look at yeah no you're right i do uh king bobson says you guys said in the past something about how making a clan dungeon annually would be a good idea and more importantly something you thought you could manage is that still a thing i mean we could certainly if we dedicated ourselves to that proposition i mean i like that idea i don't i don't know you know the summer will be 
you know, we don't have like grandiose plans for the summer necessarily, which making a clan dungeon seems like a good plan, maybe. Yep. Who knows? We did it sort of fall this time, right? This past time? I mean, we worked on it for parts of the summer, right? There is not as complete an idea as Dreadsylvania floating around now, which there was this time last year. We could just revisit some of the old ideas. I think that would be a worse idea because I think if those ideas were going to go anywhere, they would have gone somewhere by now. Like because maybe those they, are maybe they were so good they went somewhere without us. <laughs> okay, that, sure. Um, trophy one thirty remains unfound. Does it exist? I mean, it's thirteen with a zero at the end, so it would make sense for it not to. I don't remember what that is, but. It does exist. Yeah. Again, wish I was at a computer. Yeah. Frederick V2. Uh-huh. Frederick V2. Says, how much time do you generally leave before starting work on challenge pads? On a related note, how goes Age of Sneaky Pete if you've started? I haven't actually started on it. I, like, I've gotten all of the, like, sort of, I've solicited ideas for skills and uh, other cool things that are like skills from, from the fellas. But I need to kind of synthesize them and sit down and sketch out a roadmap and then start assigning writing, which I expect to do in the next couple of days. You know, a week to like implement it and get that stuff filled in, and then a week for testing and arting, and then we're good. Because it's not super a lot of work, right? It's not it like to make twenty skills is not as hard as to make a zone with drops and sure and mechanics and stuff going on inside the zone. Um, I guess it depends on how much change. Yeah, I mean, but even something like Zombie Slayer, right? Like, that was complicated, but it wasn't all that time-consuming to do. Rotini Pants says, You guys have established that MP is more valuable than HP, yet starfish restore far more MP than mosquitoes do HP. Might it be possible to see some beefing up of the mosquito? Uh, Also, what are your thoughts on elemental-type mosquitoes? I like the idea of an elemental-type mosquito. I keep proposing new mosquitoes and... Yeah, Chick just keeps shooting them down with well, his zapper. The thing is, the base mosquito is pretty good for the guy who finds it right when he finds it because it is just some you healing and some damage that no, you don't. You get it as part of the quest, right? Like right, right now, the quest tracker just sends you right to it, and then well, right. it's like, you have to find. That's what I'm saying. You get it. Yeah. Right. Every, every and that's the only, for a while, that's the only familiar you yeah. have. And it is so much better than no familiar. But then you learn that there are much better things to go in there. And, like, I don't know. It's. I, yes, it could stand to be better. And if I were making a familiar now that was, like, really hard to get or was meant to be an interesting reward for something else, it would be way better than that. But I don't know that the mosquito. Like, it's not really like a baseline familiar functionality that we use in other places, so it's not a thing that... I don't think it needs to compete with the other familiars. I don't think it needs to be balanced. I think it's fine for that to just be like, oh, okay, this is a thing I'm not going to use unless I just want to do 100% run with a mosquito or something. Huh. But yeah, I mean, I, you know, do you, do you disagree? Do you absence of concur? I mean, it is an interesting point that the starfish is so lopsided compared to the mosquito. I mean, the starfish is also a thing that you get at level 10 or 11 and 
it's way out of the way and requires a bunch of different items that you've gotten from different monsters to the assemble. first time you play. Yeah, sure. But then from then on, you have both. I mean, the thing is, we could make the mosquito a thousand times as powerful as it is, and a serious player would still never use it. So why, why make it twenty times as powerful? You know, or three or five. I mean, it's it, like I'm not saying that there is a good reason not to do it. I'm just saying that there's not necessarily a good reason to do it. If it hit every turn and just killed the monster every turn, that it was that you had it out. Just a constant auto kill. Yeah, that that also just healed you. I, I don't think that serious players would use it still because serious players don't have any trouble killing monsters. They might use it, you know, if it was a thing that did a billion damage around. They might use it to, for trivial tower killing at zero pounds. Sure. So sure, you're right. I mean, if we just made it so, if we made it so. The thing that it did was at the end of your first fight of your ascension, it just opened the astral gash and let you complete a run. Then, yeah, you're right. People would probably use it. That was what you were suggesting, right? Yes. That's what you meant by make it better. I am Captain Dean says, well, hi, Captain Dean. I'm Jake. Any news or planned plans concerning the Dancing with the Stars trophy? You know, the one earned by doing 10 disco combos in a fight. I know it's been acknowledged, but the collector in me won't stop screaming about it. Also, he has a gun. Send help. (laughs) Talk, well, okay, first thing you need to do is get a very tiny mariachi band. <laughs> okay, so the first thing that you need to do is figure out a way for me to get Riff and C.D. Moyer to adapt the rave stuff to use something similar to the new Disco Bandit setup without weakening a thing that is broken, powerful, that everybody is really... I don't even know... I don't know if people are, like, glad that it exists, but they'll be pissed off if it goes away. Rave steel? Yeah. I mean, I limited it. Pretty to, significantly. Yeah, and I guess nobody nobody shot me. So if I just got rid of it completely, probably nobody would stab me. Depends. Are they inside your mouth? <laughs> well, they would just play a cool song. Well, but if they're collectors with guns... Hi there, says Canifier40. Thanks, Riff. The Cinderella puzzle is easily the most fun I've had with this game since the sea was revamped. Awesome work. Tons of fun. A+. plus. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, Thank you. Was it a conscious decision to make the Grimstone Golem worse than the Young Man for Ascension purposes? You guys clearly intended it to have relevance, hence the Cindy shot, but its counter does not carry over days, unlike the Young Man's. This means that instead of running the Golem for 45 turns a run, which is barely feasible, you have to run it for 45 turns a day to get a single mask. Uh, contrasted to the Young Man, which you have to run for 30 total turns over the course of multiple days, and it's clear there's really no room for the Golem in any fastish run plan. Any chance this could get changed? Softcore gets two masks thanks to the Crown of Thrones, but Hardcore gets screwed over because even if you can run it 45 turns totally, you can't run it 45 turns in one day. I think that has been changed. But yeah, that's just not true. Um, I mean, also, saying that there's a difference between Hardcore and Softcore is not like an impetus for change right fucking of course there is yeah that's what like hardcore is meant to be like it's not you know it's not for it's not for sissies not that i'm calling you a sissy cannon fire but it's i I mean it wasn't so there was a conscious decision to make it slightly less generous with the content unlockers than the young man was because i saw how fast those things got their value depleted and so it was in concert with there being leaderboard rewards for for finishing the games, it was an effort to make 
the to make the 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 content unlocking items more precious for longer in the mall. Um, so so yes, I mean that that was deliberate, but the in I I didn't. I didn't and I don't think much about the in-run utility of these things. Like, part the reason that I divorced the spleen item familiar from the content familiar is so that I wouldn't have to think about the ascension relevance of content familiar stuff because it was more fun for us and it let us make things that were ten times as broad in scope and ten times as complicated if we didn't have to worry about balancing each of them against all of the others. Like, how long did it take with the astral badger to get that spleen item or whatever um and he says what's up with lupine hormones being so easy to get you can with some basic strategy get two of them every 30 turns and they're pseudo spice melanges power creep were they designed to be harder to get i mean they, they're riff they're all what are you doing his microphone is hitting his clothes man um they are after core only right because they're like level 15 use oh are they yeah okay so like are melanges and stuff not? I don't, not I don't remember if they are or not. But they're, they're for a very specific thing. I mean like a lot of these things are, you know, in order to get one, you have to have a mask, right? Like you have to you have to have gotten these ideally relatively rare things, and now you have to choose which of the five paths you're going to go down, and that's what is supposed to make these interesting in and the also, long term. I, you're not going to be able to script these things in the long term either because in order to get those, you have to finish in the like 80th percentile. I guess we haven't really no. talked about that. Did you not want to reveal it? No, it's it? fine. I mean, in I, order to get one of those, you have to. your score has to be in the 80th percentile of total runs ever. So if you keep doing runs with a fairly narrow range of score in them you're going to price yourself out of that market pretty quickly yep. like I mean I figure power creep will take care of that so they're never going to become impossible to get right um, but if they get a little rarer over time if they get a little harder to get over time that's also cool I like it could you buff the wolf whistle special skill? It claims to be blowable for massive sleaze damage, but blowing the whistle just deals exactly 100 damage. Given that the weapon enchantment is plus 100 sleaze damage, this means that if you can hit the enemy, blowing the whistle is always strictly worse than just attacking. Thoughts? It's not supposed to be. I probably screwed something up. There. 100 is supposed to be the minimum that it does. Oh. So I might have made it the maximum instead of the minimum. Uh, Vampirate says, with the changes a few months ago to how the mall works when in Ronin or Hardcore, is there any chance we'll ever be able to manage store advertising budget with meat from Hanks? Uh, I don't know. Uh, why don't you ask Riff's mariachi band La. and their maracas? C.D. Moyer might be able to do that if he's in a good good mood. Different than Drunken Gale says, the new stat system in place, is there any plan in the works to relax level requirements for the naughty sorceress's instant karma drops? Since CA2 started, I haven't been level 13 once when I killed her, and I bet it's the same for a lot of players. Thanks. Well, you're not killing her fast enough to get the karma, if that's the case. Uh, Baron Von Bick Penlord says, Jix seems to have an atypical relationship with criticism. Riff and hot stuff. How do you think Jix's treatment of criticism affects your relationship with Jix as your boss? Huh. What do you think his impression of my relationship with criticism is? Um, I don't know. I think you focus extremely heavily on negative comments and ignore positive comments. Mm-hmm. Every time you read a forum thread or used to read a forum thread, you would 
always pick out the worst things that people would say and i'd be like no dude like that's like a tiny fraction of what people are saying most most of the comments in this are positive or neutral but you could never you could never sort of come at it from that point of view i don't know that that has any impact on how we interact with you though right yeah yeah dude i don't know yeah i mean have you ever had the exact same situation only a boss that had a different relationship with criticism well i've never had another boss so sure kill cannon says what did you guys have for breakfast this is a better question i had uh some some plain oatmeal with some raisins in it bowl of cereal what kind Uh, of cereal great grains raisin dates and pecans raisin date grains raisin date grains date grape (laughs) date grape (laughs) nuts I had some leftover, like, hamburger stroganoff stuff I made last night. Gross! It was good. So, it was okay, when you say stroganoff, you mean probably just hamburger with some sour cream stirred into it? And, like, mushroom gravy and peas, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Is this is this part of the, like, never-ending bowl of food plan? Uh, no, no, it, <laughs> it was, it was that a sounds single similar. food. I've, I, I haven't... Uh, it is not. It wasn't leftovers that had been combined with previous leftovers. No. I see. Okay. The uh, never-ending bowl of food plan is a gross plan. It works as soup or like something that you thoroughly recook before eating it each time. But I, I wouldn't want to do I, it as like cold leftovers. I don't know that I believe that it does, Riff. I I think that it might work as a as a, as as that for a little while. Uh, Wax says, to the twin-handed ogre that is Riff and Hot Stuff, since I can't for the life of me tell you guys apart, I blame you for the Cinderella puzzle. I have questions <laughs> for the responsible party. One, is it possible to solve it like with Dungeon Fist? Riff? Um, theoretically, but I don't know what that solution is. I, I basically made it by setting up, here's all the different things you can do, and they're worth this many points, and just leaving it open to, to the players to find out how, how many of those path. things. Yeah, to find out what the most optimal things are that you can squeeze into 30 turns so there logically there must be a limit but i don't actually know what that limit is i mean it seems like you could just write a simulator if you knew all the rules well but i'm saying the possibility space isn't that great i'm saying riff could oh sure or riff could have cd moyer do it you could make a thing just play through the sure. choice of having having a robo player might be of some use to us just like a somebody who gets shot by the mob and we need to put them into a new body and so we just put them into like mm-hmm. a desktop PC and then they we tell them they can all they can do is play KOL all day. I just <laughs> meant like a layer of robope. Okay. Um, which is like a it's like weed but for robots. <laughs> um, two, if so, how long do you estimate it will take? I bet you don't have any idea. Yep. Nope. <laughs> Has anybody beaten your score yet? Oh yeah, yeah. Cannon Fire Forty and um, uh, his friend, whose name that I King Bob King Bobson. Yeah, that's right. They what? Uh, they uh, what did they? What they get? Uh, I think one of them got up to thirty-one. Yeah, I've seen thirty-one. That's pretty good. That's four higher than you imagined, right? Yeah. Riff? Well, yeah. it's four higher than I ever got. So yeah. Three, assuming one is true, would you be willing to release the design documents a few months after the puzzle is solved? The Dread ones were really interesting. I was thinking I might actually uh, try and uh, c- 
code a different version of it in uh, Inform 7. Not, not so much a different version of it, but translate it into Inform 7. Mm-hmm. That might be interesting. It might actually, this might actually be really good for Versu. Hmm. I don't know if that's an open platform or anything at this yeah, point. Though. Either. We'll talk about that on Video Games Hot Dog. Yeah, sneak so preview. A, is that out yet? Versu? Yeah. I, I mean, if they're selling games with it. Are they? Dude, maybe we I, saw. It, maybe that led to the shadow web. <laughs> it did ask you. It did. It, it would only sell them to you in bitcoins. That's true. And uh, Doge coins. Uh, is what? that how you pronounce? It is, is it most Doga? certainly not. Okay. How do you pronounce it? <laughs> how do you pronounce it? Doge. It's either uh, it's do, it's Doge. It's Doge yes. coins. Yes. But it's one word, so it's mm-hmm. Doga coins. Nope. Okay. <sighs> it's one word with no idiotic extra syllables inserted into it. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> you say it out loud. Say it. Doga coin. Was it how? Doga coin. Okay. <laughs> Here, let's ask. Let's get the Merriam-Webster robot to uh, <laughs> to pronounce it for us. Oh, sorry, that's not a real word. Shut the fuck up. Get on with the questions. <laughs> Bonus question. What other design documents for old content do you guys still have laying around? Uh, wait, lying around? He said lying around. I don't know, man. Know. I don't actually know the difference. Do you guys know the difference I that, I have that never cared. Josh always yells at us about between the I still don't care. You just don't yeah. care? I don't care. You don't care about the difference? I don't care about the difference. Yeah. Because most people don't care, so it's just, it's just going to evaporate eventually. Well, every, so. I mean, the sun's going to go supernova and everything is going to evaporate. Right. So you I also still don't, don't care. care. <laughs> right. oh, yeah. Okay. I would be lying to you or maybe laying to you. I have. If I said otherwise. The, Dreadsylvania was basically the only thing that I ever produced a document like that for because I, I specifically set out to like, I had a pretty good idea of what this thing was going to look like. And I was like, I am going to write all this down. Like, I'm going to lock myself in a room and make this thing without falling into any of the traps that I normally fall into where I'm working on 50 things at once and and getting distracted by whatever other KOL deadlines there are and just force that to happen, which worked out pretty well, but not everything really lends itself to work like that. You know, like, I don't often want to do all of the decisions about what monsters and items are going to be by myself. Um, And so, you know, we have have a, a huge cache of discussion threads in our internal wiki oh my god about everything that we've worked on for the last eight or nine years that we've had that wiki going there's probably three entire other games worth of brainstorming ideas that have never been used yeah if we wanted to make a game that was like kol only slightly dumber (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then or or and then a third game that was like kol only significantly dumber Yep. um then we could just use all of the second and third rate ideas for that we've ever had in every thread or maybe maybe that, maybe that, we could get Rift's you are beard that we have to implemented dictate it to all first Commodore sixty four modem. I don't think we have used all the first rate ideas. I think we have. Okay. Mm, I right. think you just uh, you're 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 being a little too generous to to a lot of the ideas that we've had. Uh. Wax says, hey, I found that hidden shortcut you mentioned but never said what it was. It's where you click the tattoo on a character page and it takes you to the tattoo menu. Going to do so many speed ascensions. Yeah, that is not the shortcut we were talking about. But that is the thing that I added and then forgot to announce, I guess. Or mentioned it anyway. It was when we added the new... I totally forgot about that. When we added the new class avatars. Hmm. I forgot that we did that. 
Yep. When when was that? That was like three weeks ago or something? Yeah. Huh. Crazy. Recent. Recently. We Are we yet using those in character creation? No. I'm still waiting for the ping that I wrote for CD Moyer two weeks ago. Okay. I made the I made the new character creation screen and I was like, hey, add one line of JavaScript to this for me and he was all no. <laughs> That's what he sounds like now. Huh. It's weird. I think he had a stroke. <laughs> I don't write code. Stupid. <laughs> That's what he said. Ah, it's weird. But then he's written a bunch of other code since then, so I'm like, I don't what Maybe he has code that writes his code for him now. Chode. Maybe he just, I'll come back to the thing and it'll just be like, he'll have scrawled the word chode on it. He'll <laughs> like, oh, you're going to have to install this like graffiti scrawl font if you want to see the new character creation page. <laughs> just, <laughs> there's just, you know, some nice, some nice, uh, uh, wow, the kerning on the chode scrawl is really amazing. Um, he did it in Illustrator. Uh, Quark Express, Dork Express? Sure. What, yeah. Mm-hmm. What's a, What's a layout program that you would make the word chode in? In design. Okay. In in dick design. Torture Lini says, "Can we get a way to delete custom titles that aren't wanted anymore?" Nope. Y- yeah. No. Why? Why do you want that? I mean, we could do the the Mister A's worth of item to remove a custom title <laughs> to, to just complete the the, the something awful forums. forums. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, that's that twice as much to twice as much to get rid of the title. Yeah. To change your own. Yeah. Except you can already give yourself a new title. See, I think the thing is, people have people like randomly switching between their titles, and then yep. we knew we knew yep. that this was a thing that people were gonna complain about once we added that feature, and we were like, well, it's either we don't add that feature or we just acknowledge that people are gonna complain about this and that we're gonna tell them no in the future, and no, sorry. This comes up once a year. And right now, we're, we're paying the piper for that decision. Everybody else got to reap the benefits of that decision. Here's the thing. Don't piss anybody off, and you won't get a title that offends you. Never say anything funny. Classic victim blaming. That <laughs> is never always say, the Never right. say anything funny in chat that might someone might want to uh, attribute to you as a, as a title. Uh, Stumps McGee says, hey guys, I'm really enjoying the new content that you guys made this year, especially like leaderboard rewards because it seems like they will keep people playing these games for a while. Well, I hope so. That's the idea. So you said last year that you wanted each content familiar to be larger than the previous one. Would you say you accomplished that this year? There are fewer zones and items, but I think there's more systems and design put into them. After half a dozen Rumpelstiltskin runs, I'm still finding new descriptions for the parents. Yeah, I don't know. I don't... More lines of code. (laughs) I don't think of this one as being bigger than the previous year, but I don't know that I am really in the right spot to judge that it's different yeah this one this one was a lot more sort of agonizing to produce because i was a lot less enthusiastic about it each of them each of them is a little bit bigger than the other zones because like the meat realm zone was is yeah, like it was like super five, that was like that took like a day to do yeah, the whole thing and the basically the tower is kind of straightforward i don't have a sense of how big it is compared to Say the suspicious-looking guy, or the suspicious-looking guy is the most complicated, I think, of the 
That one was the most content of any of the other. Well, I guess maybe. It's got like a bunch of stuff going on and weird. It had a lot straight like yeah, it had a it had a lot more sort of labyrinthine structure than I mean, like the the Mystic might have more monsters and more items associated with it, but it's just a lot more straightforward parallel with some hidden secrets right. in everything rather than it being actually structurally complex. Um also, when you're thinking about what to do next year, I distinctly remember being promised a counterfeit monkey theme zone. Perhaps a gargoyle familiar could drop yeah. IF games to play. <laughs> just text text adventures. Just yeah, wow, that would be actually kind of cool mm-hmm. if we just had a bunch of text adventures in the game. The one familiar could be Nord, and the other one could be Bert. Uh-huh. Um... The problem with doing a counterfeit monkey style zone in KOL is that, like, we'd have to figure out some way to limit it to limit it oh to God. just the things that were in that zone. Uh. I mean, it's why, like, basically, I just wrote some content that had some cheese in it, and I was like, "Well, fuck, this can't be. This can't have the word cheese in it." <laughs> so I had to sort of reskin it to not have the word cheese in it, so that you wouldn't end up with whatever random thing you got when you subtracted the word cheese. Um, because that was funny when there were 30 items and it worked. Oh. But now that there are 75,000 items. That's um, 10 mm. orders of magnitude incorrect. That's the only way to be funny. Wax says, hey guys, I just finished a three-day hardcore class act two run as an accordion thief and therefore qualify as an unfun dick-stabbing bastard. Here's some feedback. Uh, maybe just skim and get the general feel of each bit. One, leveling with a high amount of plus monster level is really fast. I think this is a good thing because it offsets the ever-increasing turn requirements of runs that occur with revamps. For example, level 9 quest, Hidden City, the desert that unlocks the pyramid. I really like the new quests are now more fun, except for the orcs. I always skip them. And also let me reach the next level instead of me completing the quest with half my adventures going uh, to grinding the next level. Two, the monster level thresholds for various things. Damage reduction, elemental auto hit, stun immunity, and stagger immunity. I found the elemental auto hit just meant that I had to set my monster level to 50 or less if I wanted to avoid being beaten up, while the damage reduction increased the amount of time it took to kill an enemy but wasn't otherwise that threatening. Though to be fair, I was playing a moxie class, so around after level 7 there wasn't anything that could actually hit me except the elemental auto hit. Uh, Maybe if unaligned enemies at 50 ml gained a small attack bonus every time they failed to hit. That is interesting, except that it seems like if they did hit you, you would just die in one hit which is not right not fun i wonder if when we think about changing damage absorption and damage reduction if we shouldn't just more or less entirely rethink the way that monsters deal damage to the player huh like have the amount of damage that a monster does kind of always be a percentage of your hit points modified by the relationship between their stats and your stats with your stats taking armor into account. Huh. Somehow. Hmm. I don't know. Chris was looking into the way that a lot of games do it, and a lot of them are like, it figures out, like, this attack... Under these circumstances, you should be able to withstand about eight of those before you die. Armor should reduce that somehow, but rather than just having super complicated math, like armor just acts as a bunch of hit points. Then it figures out how much damage to do, and then it takes the armor out of the equation and figures out like what percentage of your remaining hit points did that represent. Um, Which is interesting. 
but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how easy it would be to adapt because right now it's just it. It makes so little sense right now. I mean, that system is interesting because it it always makes sense to add more armor. Yeah. Whereas we cap out. Yeah, there are thresholds of useful. Yeah. A three yellow ray familiar and uh, yellow ray familiar and banishing familiar are both things that I would like to see again at some point in the distant but not unreasonably far future. Cause I don't have those. Shooter dude for wanting a thing. Yellow ray familiar is currently only done by Heboulder and Nano Rhino, while banished familiar is only done by Nano Rhino. Uh, Nano Rhino was November twenty twelve, so a little over a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, those will be things. Uh, Matt G nine eight seven says you mentioned frequently that the graphical top menu is disliked slash unused by the majority of players. I don't know that I believe that that is true. I like it. And use it. Um, I actually use the graphical top menu, but I think the issues people have with it boil down to a few of things. Uh, first, the icons cannot be rearranged, and the ordering feels semi-random. I don't... It's not random. It does feel weird, though. Does it? Yeah, because when you select some to add, they go in the middle of the list somewhere. Like, there is an ordering to them, it's just... Yeah, but all of the ones that take you to a place are adjacent sure. to each other, and all of the ones that are sort of basic things that you can do are there, and then things that the meta things like bug report and log out or whatever. Uh, second, they're all in an equally spaced row with no spacer for groupings. Well, right, but I mean, all of that would just be solved with customization of it, right? Um, Third, some icon choices do not clearly indicate what they do. The sea versus the nearby planes is definitely a confusing pair of icons. Well, right, but you I don't know I don't know how to differentiate those other than like making them look like the things that they look like in the game right I mean the the C could be animated sure Uh, crafting and options are deceptively similar Uh, even though one is a pair of pliers and the other is a wrench both make me think settings leading me to frequently clicking the wrong one yeah I just don't know what to like crafting is such a weird you know, making it be, be a, a cauldron. A cauldron? Yeah. Because you use a cauldron for smithing. Yeah. You mentioned something akin to a combat action buffer out of combat navigation or skull casting. Are the above issues things that would be considered for it? Yeah, I mean, it would be... It would be customizable, and then it could be whatever you wanted it to be, you know? Uh, Quine says, Would it be possible to get use slash sell slash discard slash make slash spend links and pop-up item descriptions if you have the item and not just in inventory? There are often times when it's easy to get the pop-up, but right-click doesn't work, so having to go through your inventory to use the thing is annoying, e.g. getting a Game Pro Inform magazine and correspondence. Right-clicking also doesn't bring up unusual things like make on the snowberries. I think this is part of the reason it took people a while to realize that the odd foreign coins in the Cindy content could be spent. That is weird, because that definitely did happen. Is... Is the inventory of an experienced player so unwieldy that they just, just don't, don't use it. it at all? Probably. That sucks. Yeah, if they haven't ascended in a while, certainly. We should have fewer items in this game. Let's just get rid of most of the items. At random? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. It's like a good idea. Just take Jim out Dandy. the 10th one. <laughs> Jim Dandy says... If you ever make it so people can rename their accounts, could you make it so Splashfart is not allowed to change his name? I know Splashfart is usually the one asking to be able to do this, but how would anyone change perfection? Why would anyone change perfection? Also how. Yeah, also how. 
Quine says, Hey guys, I was just listening to you guys talk on Video Games Hot Dog about Anita Sarkeesian's Mrs. Mail or Ms. Mail episode. You discussed ways to signify that a stick figure character is a woman without just putting a bow on her. You mentioned that you usually give female characters hair, but that's still an instance of the kind of thing that she's talking about. The default unadorned look is a guy, and women need a kind of a female signifier. It turns out, though, that you guys have done two custom avatar pairs where the female or two costume avatar pairs where the. That's weird. We have custom avatars and costume avatars. Where a female is the default and the male version gets an extra male signifier added on. Can you guess which these avatars are and what the signifier is? Answer. The tawdry tramp togs that drop from Chester are identical for men and women, except the guy version has a mustache. The frigid Northlands garb has a beard in the guy version. How about how about using facial hair as the gender differentiator from now on instead of a bow? It lampshades the trope, and I think it's funnier that way. Instead of having a featureless Mr. A and one with a bow, have a featureless Mr. A and one with a big handlebar mustache, etc. The thing is... To suggest that differentiating male and female stick figures by by putting hair on the female ones is indicative of a problematic trend is also to suggest that, like, every child in all of history has been predisposed to invoke a problematic trope, which I think calls for a reevaluation of the trope. Wait, what do you, what do you mean? Like... I guess what are you, what are you referencing in terms of every child being predisposed one way or the other? Because the way that you make a stick figure a girl is to give it long hair, just straight up. Like that is a that is that's not independently arrived at by everyone who has ever drawn a well, stick figure. I'm I'm saying that the way you make a stick figure a girl in most cases is to give her a skirt, right? Like most bathrooms, it's a stick figure with just a dude stick figure, and then the female version is the exact same thing but with a skirt. Right, with a triangular leg piece. Right, I don't think that they necessarily have hair. I don't, I, so I think that that is, that is a, like, relic of old iconography. Whereas, when little kids draw stick figures, they put hair on the female ones. They put hair on the male ones, too. And I think that they say, well, sometimes they do, but I think that generally, so, like, here's the thing. Is it, is it problematic to acknowledge that, on average women's hair in this culture is way longer than men's hair in this culture. I feel like we have a lot, like we don't put hair on the male ones a lot of the time. Right. right? Which is strange, I guess. If you're going to have all of a sudden the, the females just have hair and the men don't, that's a little weird. Yeah, I guess. I Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's weird or not. Like I don't like I chafe, a little bit, and I don't know if it's being defensive or dis or disagreeing, right? Because it's impossible to tell. I got what I got to do. What I got to do, hot stuff and riff. Mm-hmm. You know what I got to do. What, what I should be doing right now. Ask the mariachi. Band. I should be checking my fucking privilege. <laughs> like checking it at the in the coat closet, or checking it like to see if it's low on oil. What? How, how do you yeah, no, it's it? important to keep your privilege well-maintained so that <laughs> it can reliably get you to all the places you need to go. So, yeah, I meant checking it like checking the oil. <laughs> um, riff. Yeah. God damn it. I don't know what has changed uh, with I, your configuration, I'm pretty sure riff, but that's it not is. Visit, that's not audible on the audio, so... It's audible. It, it is. It, it, you are, you are rubbing your microphone audible against something. We can it hear driving, it. So it, is, can the mic. it is incredibly it is loud. And yeah, it is like ear shatteringly loud. 
I'm not I'm not wearing anything or doing anything different than what I usually do. Okay. It's something is obviously different than usual because it is Anyway, so how about using uh, facial hair as the gender differentiator from now on? Like I don't I don't think that I like that because it is like more women have long hair than men have facial hair. Uh also facial hair implies giant. Yeah. That's also true. Beards, yeah. Yeah. Although that's not entirely true. Like we have done some things that stubble implies hobo. Right. <laughs> right. So yeah. yeah, that's uh, fuck him. I don't think I actually watched that that episode. Oh, you didn't? Tropes against you should watch it. Yeah, no, I should. But it's I that's uh, yeah, I don't know why. Like, I feel like if we if we did do it by adding skirts and somebody said this is an example of this problematic trope, I would say, oh, yeah, you know, I can see that. And I do acknowledge that for the bows, but with hair, I don't. And hmm. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why I think of that as being like, no, that's obviously okay. Like, this is obviously not harming anyone or perpetuating a trope that might be harmful i don't know i don't know why my reaction to it is that yeah that's weird maybe we'll ask riff when he's done chewing on tinfoil directly (laughs) into the microphone you should ask the uh, xkcd guy yeah i bet he's even thought about it yeah i mean he's probably seen that video Mm -hmm. that seems like the kind of thing that he would follow although i don't know i don't know how many video games he has Feature request says, Whack, right now we have three number of enemy can't attack things. One, stuns multiple rounds where the enemy can't attack. Two, stagger one round where the enemy can't attack. Three, something you called no seriously don't attack, which is like a stagger but ignores stun or stagger resistance, basically a block. And there's also fast spells and such, which are supposed to not take a combat round but are actually just staggers. Ergo, my request is to have one, stuns you do a thing and the enemy can't attack for X rounds. Two, staggers you do a thing and the enemy can't attack for one round. Three, blocks where the enemy attacks but you block it. Four, free casts which don't take a combat round and so the enemy doesn't do anything. Um, Maybe don't uh, maybe don't read this next bit out loud. So I'm gonna read it. Uh, I'm gonna read it quietly to myself. I don't know. So like free casts are essentially not a thing that is supported by the systems of KOL. It was a thing that I tacked on, and it was handy. But in a way, I kind of don't want free. Like, if there were just a category of spells that just let you do something without the monster acting, I kind of think that I would want stagger-resistant monsters to bust through that anyway. Oh. Right? And so, because it's like, no, the point of this is that it is relentless, and nothing that you can do is going to give you any advantage. You just need to kill it as fast as you can. Um, But... It is goofy from the player's perspective. There aren't that many things that block. Like the fucking teddy bears, man. Like, there is a part of me that wants to take some of the really complicated things that exist in the code now that are never used. Like, I'll I'll bet bet that there were less than 100 turns played today by everyone with one of those fucking teddy bear familiars. But it is these huge blocks of code in fight that are always in the way of stuff when I go to to like because because it needed the enemy to hit to actually figure out how much damage to do the, if I just made that a thing where it's like 
if the monster seriously outclasses you, it staggers and then approximates how much damage the monster was going to do, and the teddy bear loses that much weight, and it's just up there like a potato instead of being this huge messy thing that suddenly requires every bit of code after it to check and see whether it fired or not. Like, uh-huh. it would probably be more work now to fix it than it would be to just leave it alone. But it's like, at, it's some of that stuff, man. I just look at this and I'm like, man, this was such a weird one-off thing that nobody even remembers anymore. And it, I see it all the time. Every time I edit the fight script, I have to think about that fucking teddy bear. <laughs> and nobody else thinks about the fucking teddy bear. Like, yeah. It's probably going to be the same with those fucking bracers that give the... Oh, Jesus. Although that didn't... That was only a couple lines of code, so I think it's fine. That's uh, where other stuff will go if anything else ever does that. So far, that hasn't completely ruined the game, I guess. I don't... Who knows, man? I wouldn't know if it had. Um... You mentioned before Mini Hand Turkeys after Hot Stuff pointed out a couple of Mini Mr. Accessories being sold at the price of regular Mr. Accessories in the mall, and I totally reckon Mini Hand Turkeys should be the new name for that bit of familiar equipment. It's one of those things where instead of me baselessly assuming newbies buy Ms. Accessories and get screwed and you say, no, they don't, I can say, here's my bear trap and two people have stepped in it. I gave all the meat back, but there are dudes who fall for this, and I don't want somebody less scrupulous thinking this is a fair and nice way to make money. I can see why you didn't want me to read that out loud give other people the idea to sell that who are less scrupulous. In a way, capitalism works best if people are informed and careful and thoughtful consumers and getting fucked once. Well, it depends on what you mean by capitalism works best. Yeah, it works best for the sellers, for unscrupulous sellers. (laughs) It works best for capitalists. Capitalism works best when there's. I mean, it depends. Like, is it? It's better for nobody. Buyers. It's better for nobody if somebody gets fucked. Yeah, I guess capitalism works best for the seller if there are uninformed buyers, right? Like, but in that we are operating a perfect information capitalism. There's still arbitrage. There is a little bit, not as much as there used to be, right? When, tra- when the trade channel well was better themselves. trafficked, and when 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 the flea market wasn't just the province of. Uh, one or two bots. philanthropic bots yeah you know and it doesn't bother me that bots dominate that because they're nice bots right they're not they're like don't fuck newbies bots so there's less opportunity for fucking newbies in the sure. in the flea market um I bought a mystery in the flea market once did you yeah which was weird because the, you can't put anything in there over a hundred thousand meat <clears throat> so it was way way underpriced yeah well good good for you uh, I don't know. Do you think somebody who got fucked like that would just quit playing? Depends. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I could, I mean I they probably didn't driving them away. They probably didn't donate for the meat, or they wouldn't have been trying to buy a. It depends. But like, if if they had spent up, if they'd say, if they'd spent a month saving up. Yeah. All the meat that dropped. To buy a mystery because they really wanted the item of the month, and then they got fight. Yeah, yeah, it would suck. Clearly, uh, we should just accept mini mystery accessories in the the mystery. Yeah, store. and make a miniature version of every item of the month that's exactly <laughs> the same as the full version. Just, but it's just it's judge just, it by its size. Do you? Yeah, but it can only be equipped on familiars. Pantsorama says, "Was the Cinderella quest in the item of the year inspired by old Infocom murder mystery games like Deadline and Suspect? It sure invoked my memories yeah. of those games." Not specifically, but I have played those, so maybe that was back in my subconscious somewhere. We should make the uh, suspended game. 
where you have one robot that only has a dick and one <laughs> robot that has a finger and another robot that has a thumb. <laughs> so finger bot and thumb bot have to hang out together all the time. But only two robots can get down each hole. Uh, Vlam Slim Sham says, There should be targeted plus monster level and plus minus combat frequency. It could be targeted towards monster category, like this item increases the monster level of all orcs, and this effect makes you more likely to fight undead monsters. Uh, and if there is stuff like that already in the game, could we get more? <clears throat> that makes you more likely to fight undead so monsters. So in a zone with mixed <clears throat> monsters, it would be like having olfacted undead versions. Yeah, that's interesting. A little tricky to do, I think. Yeah. But it's so what would that cue look like? Yeah, and like, does the cue stay like that once you're not wearing the thing or don't have the effect anymore? And that gets a little good. Hell, I don't know, man. Um, I mean, I could certainly see doing more stuff that is like plus or minus combat frequency in a particular zone, right? Because then that makes it like this has it's very distinct value as a pull. Doesn't have to be balanced against everything else that affects that. Um, that is, is seems like exactly the kind of thing that we would do. Plus, mo- we did you know we did plus monster level against skeletons, did we? As its own thing, there's not a real good system in place to handle those specific things. They always kind of have to be hard coded, um, hmm. which is why I will usually only do them if they're cool. We're doing like, a not, world event. Yeah. Wax says, "Dude, monster hearse, I love it. I like drawing those things." Wax says, a Shub Gigawatt's Manuel entry says he has 10,000 health, but the dude himself only has 3,000 when you fight him. No question here. May your OCD bother you always. Huh. He, that, that means that he has hit points on his, like, monster page, but then his hit points are being changed to something else uh, by code. Yeah. I don't... So, you designed that fight. How does that I fight work? don't remember. Me neither. Yeah. I'd have to go back and look at it. F says, can we somehow limit whack to two posts a week? Maybe 1.35? Yeah, sure. Go for it. You have my permission, F. F, how do I know if I submitted a question while I was drunk? You don't. It's the, you don't know if you did anything while you're drunk. That's the glory and the threat of the drinking class. From uh, X420XXX69XXX, Henchman Bob XXX69XX. Uh, you forgot X420X. Whatever happened to Cerulean and Periwinkle? I mean, I guess Corman kidnapped them to breed the hideous Wingetti monstrosities, and then we rode them or something, and now Groar is the last of the hideous Wingetti monstrosities easily visible, though I hold out hope that one day our hideous Wingetti monstrosities will return to us. But what about their parents? The old habitat got destroyed when the skeletons wrecked everything. Can we have them back somewhere, please? As lovable as their hideous Wingetti monstrosity offspring are, it's just not the same. Also, have you ever had that thing where you say a word so many times that it stops sounding like a word? <laughs> yeah. Did the habitat not go back into the museum? I don't think so. Huh. Museum is all weird and different now. It's all cool, is what you mean. Ashton says, The other day you were asking if stat gains for monsters are too high, and I think they are. It might be worth checking how many players are no longer getting karma from beating the naughty sorcerers before they reach level 14, or in the case of my last run, level 15. Again, you're just not doing it fast enough, if that's what's happening to you. Uh, but all they're doing is playing through the game. They're not like they're not power leveling or anything. Right. Like, all they're doing is playing through the game, so they don't get the reward for playing through the game real fast. Like that's no, no. What what they're saying is they're even if they are playing quickly and like doing the quests as quick as they can because the stat gains are so high for level eleven and twelve they are be- okay. they are getting if past someone level said, if someone demonstrates that it is impossible to get the instant okay. karma for beating the sorceress at level 
13, then that will be a real problem. But as it is, they need to change their metrics for what a successful run is with the new stat gains in mind. Right? Like, because if some people are doing it, that's what fast is now. Right? Fast is more about questing and less about power leveling, which was the exact goal of the changes. I think what they're saying is that they are doing quests, killing the naughty sorceress, and by the time that they get to the naughty sorceress, they are level 14 or 15. Right? Like, no, people aren't power leveling anymore, but even just playing the game. I, I, I understand that. Okay. So, just, so what they are saying is, just by playing a game, I want a reward for playing the game fast, but they're not playing the game fast. It wasn't a reward for playing the game fast. It absolutely was. Before. It was absolutely conceived as a reward for playing the game fast. Okay. Then it was... Okay. Basing it on getting to her at level 13 is a weird way to do that then. Instead of basing it on turn count or day count or something. Right? Like... Do do you understand what I'm saying? Right? Like... Okay. So let's not say fast. You could kill her in five turns, maybe from the beginning of the game, and because, you know... Four of those turns were killing giant hordes of kobolds. Okay, so let's say then it was a reward for doing it at a more challenging level. Okay, that's that's which typically happened because you got there fast because you were in a hurry to finish and so you didn't spend a bunch of time making yourself stronger so that you okay. could survive. Fights, that that right? is, like I'm much happier with that. Okay, rationale. See, look, we talked it out. We're all on the same page now. Yep, everything is great. Wax says, can I buy two things in Mr. Store that do this? One, let me have as many gardens as I want in Aftercore. Uh, no. Two, let me wear as many hats as I want so my character page is really tall. No. <laughs> well, as long as you don't want the enchantments or, or the effects of them, then yeah, that's fine. You, you know, you could also just do that with Photoshop. <laughs> Photoshop will let you wear as many hats as you want. <laughs> Grease monkey. Uh, Wax says, hey, I have all the BHH stuff and over 200 lucre and Hanks, and I think the BHH changes are good and cool. I just wish there was some way to tell newbies how good old faction is. Uh, have you tried the chat? That is a way to tell newbies how good old faction. You could just send a K mail to every new player. <laughs> please don't. Please don't send a K mail to every new player. <laughs> hey, by the way, old faction is really good and it's really hard to get. So fuck you. That's what I should say when you don't send this K mail to yeah. people. Wax says, "Hey dudes, would you consider making Pete's item of the month a shirt? I reckon you totally could." I'm not going to do an, an item of the month that's a shirt until we figure out some general way to let people get the shirt skill. Without being having to ascend, without having to ascend, um, which I think we could do. Like the first time you try it, like get rid of the the restrictions on when shirts drop, and the first time you try to equip a shirt, it just sends you on a little thirty or forty or fifty turn quest oh. to learn where your torso is. That's a fun idea. Yeah, I know, uh, but we just haven't done it. I guess you would need access to the beach. If we were going to have the gnomes be involved in it. And there could be a gnome somewhere else. There could it's, be a town gnome. That's one of the few things that makes the moxie signs still interesting, though, right? Like, is that s- series of quests, not quests, series of skills that you can get only there? Yeah, but you still have to get them and perm them once, the same way that you would. I mean, I, I get it, right, that the other signs are already better, so it takes away one of the things that makes. I mean, I guess makes the moxie signs valuable. Muscle but sign like, is still still king. In yeah, most I think it's gonna be so long as that stuff continues to work that way. Which uh, I don't know. 
you know, we've moved further and further and further away from that really being a super important choice right? that you've made. And so I think I would be happier with more people able to wear shirts. It would still feel like an accomplishment. If, you know, it's like you had to beat a fairly hard monster to, to do it. Right, so it's not just a like everyone gets this. It's a like, oh, this is a an actual milestone in progression the first time through, and then you either do it again or you get it real easily by doing moxie sign or you perm it. So there's still a reason to go moxie sign, right? Because it's like a thousand meat instead of fifty turns. So, yeah. Anyway, no shirt item of the month until that happens. Uh, Jericho5 says, The Bounty Hunter revamp is awesome. I would say it blew my mind, man, if that didn't risk sounding sarcastic. It's just day one, but I'm going to assume the special bounty is only for limited access zones. Okay, actual question. When did the idea hit you? Were you thinking, man, we can give people an incentive to go play through all of that awesome, hilarious work we did? What I kind of wanted to do was to make it so it gave you bounties based on zones that you had access to. But there wasn't a good way to do that that wasn't, like, abusable or f- sort of frustratingly random. Um, and it also, it eliminated this thing that I care about, which is weird because it was my idea to eliminate it in this case. But it eliminates the thing that I care about a lot that most people don't like, which is anything that makes the world of KOL into a world where things are different from day to day in a way that's consistent across the player's experience of it, which, you know, like clovers at the hermit and stuff like that are like these are things that bother people what did it used to be like the i mean the daily dungeon is still kind of like that it is somewhat randomized per player just to make it unpredictable but it's the contents are the same right from day to day um but they're a lot more consistent than they used to be um what else number of clovers you already said that though yeah there weren't a ton yeah. of things. But there are some that we've gotten rid of over time, you know. Yeah. I mean, we got rid of stat days. I was about to say stat days and moons and stuff. <clears throat> that still has an impact. Do you think uh, do you think we might be getting Yeah, I think we should uh, I think we should go get some dinner. Okay. All right. Well, it's been a great KOL show. It's not really been that great. We didn't do a very good job, I don't think. It's okay. Our players will forgive us. And <laughs> do give you us, forgive us, give players? us another chance. All right. Tune in next week for what is hopefully a better job of a us better doing times with less with less uh, beard riff noise. <laughs> All right, riff. Fucking get rid of your beard in between these two shit. You know, it'll also make it easier for you to eat your gross fake stroganoff. <laughs> it was good fake stroganoff. Mm. I'm gonna go eat some food with carbs in it because uh, that's what you need. That's what you crave. Sorry, I'm not really making fun of you about this. You, well, you are, but yeah, no, I am. Yeah, okay, <laughs> I am. All right, uh, we'll see you in a little while on Video Games Hot Dog, and uh, we'll see you in a week on KOL Show. Have a great week, everybody. Bye.